0: to the City Church online. This is where you get all the sermons that you might have missed or you might just want to listen to all over again. Please like, subscribe, remember to share and download this message. Come, let us grow together in Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good and all the time. My name is Pastor Dennis, the location pastor for the City Church in Pereira. And I am delighted to come here today and to give you the word. I believe that this is a time that the Lord is ushering us into something very different, new dimensions, hallelujah, at the city church. Unfortunately, sometimes when this is happening, many people are still onlookers. And we kind of just keep watching and seeing what's happening and we're wondering, eh? eh, Praise the Lord. And so, Along the way, we lose out. We miss out so many things. Hallelujah. But I want you to be very expectant. And one of the things that you should always do is every single opportunity you have, that's the thing I've come to learn. Every moment you have, even if they told you to come and clap for Jesus, like we did some time back when we were breaking the Guinness records, you know, clapping for Jesus. It's like, just do it because you don't know what's going to happen. Praise the Lord. When they say laugh, even when you don't feel, just laugh. That's how it happens. When they say jump, just do it. You don't know what's going to happen. Sometimes that's where the breakthrough is starting from. Hallelujah. And also as we continue in our sermon series, I know that we've been discussing a lot. There's a lot that has been going on around um, the, the sermon or the, the series, the anointing. That's what we are talking about. Praise the Lord. And then also, you know, the different pastors came up here and tried as much as they did. They could, and we are, we, we, we are saying, let's, let's talk about this, but the truth is we are not the ones talking about this. The Spirit of God is leading us somewhere. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So now we know that there is what we call the anointing within us. We know that. At the round table, it was well dissected. I just loved it. Pastor Lillian has been taking us through this. You know, the, the anointing within us, what forms our character, what brings out the godliness in us, that, that Christ-likeness that we ought to be, that's the anointing within us. Praise the Lord. And then whatever we ought to become, is, it starts from within us. Amen. And then we also came in to talk about the, the, the anointing upon Now talking about the anointing upon us and we're asking ourselves, what's that? And at the round table, it was very well set out. And it's like, this is what ushers you into the assignment of God. Amen. Amen. Each one of us here has an assignment. Isn't it? We might just not know what kind of assignment we have, but each one of us has what? An assignment. Praise the Lord. And we thank God for the Holy Spirit because the moment the Holy Spirit comes, He empowers us. Isn't it? The Holy Spirit empowers us, and so each one of us here needs that anointing upon them. Amen. Amen. And so, the, the biggest challenge we have is that many times people think that the anointing is not for, it's for, is a reserve for some people. It's, it's a reserve for Pastor Martha, it's a reserve for Elder Maloba. <laughs> it is a reserve for, you, you get the point. Like, You consider yourself and you say, ah, that's not ours. It's for those guys who stand up at the pulpit. Praise the Lord. But the anointing is for every man. Everybody. The Bible says that we were created in the image of God and according to his what? According to his likeness. And somehow God does not work without power. Praise the Lord. And so it is this power that, his power, that is the power that we use. Because it's his image and his likeness. Praise the Lord. So you need the anointing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so you might not be the the, the pastor who is standing up here. And you might be the person who is doing whatsoever you are doing. It might not even be in church. But you gave your life to Jesus Christ. Amen. You gave your life to who? To Jesus Christ. And now the most interesting thing is that the moment you gave your life to Jesus Christ you received an assignment. The moment you gave your life to Jesus Christ, you received what? An assignment. The thing is just that you are not yet sure what kind of assignment it it is. And now not every one of us is going to be a pulpit preacher. Not every one of us is going to work within the church. But some of you or some of us have been placed wherever we are placed. And then we forget that it is not the skill it is not the academic qualification that you have, it is not anything that you have done, but it is God Himself who placed you right there. Praise the Lord. So today I'm 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 trying as much as I can to be a teacher. I, I hope I, I, I succeed at being a good teacher. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so when you're teaching, the most interesting thing is that you have to you, you have a class. That keeps saying, yes, amen. In church, we say amen, isn't it? Praise the Lord. So when I ask a question, you can answer from wherever you are. Unfortunately, you have no microphone, so the people outside may not hear you. Praise the Lord. Now, we understand one thing. When God has any special work or any special assignment that he wants to accomplish, he always raises up an instrument. When God has any special assignment, any special work that he wants to accomplish, regardless of where it is going to be, he will raise up instruments that are capable of doing that particular work. Praise the Lord. And so that's why I say that the moment you and I were called, we were already given that assignment. The only difference or the only thing is that when he calls you, by the time he calls you, he prepares you for the assignment. God does not just pick you and drop you where you're not going to handle. Praise the Lord. However, the most interesting thing that I have found is that many of us have been picked by him and placed in different places, in different spheres of influences that we call the marketplace. Hallelujah. So you might not be a pulpit preacher. You might not be a prophet. You might not be an evangelist. Praise the Lord. Directly that we are seeing. But you are that person. Because God wanted to accomplish an assignment. Or he wants to accomplish an assignment where you are. But the question is, do you understand that that's why you're there? Because we are clouded many times and think it is our qualification that took us to that place. How many people have first class degrees and they they, they are not in the place they thought they were going to be? Praise the Lord. How many people have master's degrees and they are not where they are supposed to be? But then there are those who are just having certificates and they are in positions they are not supposed to be in. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So when God wants to accomplish any assignment, when he wants to accomplish any assignment, there is a man, there is a woman that he has made capable of doing that assignment. And he will carry you and place you exactly where he wants that assignment to be accomplished. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So today, if you are in the house and you're asking yourself and you're saying, ha, what is it? What is it? What is ABCD and all that? I want to, you know, the key thing where I'm driving at is that we want to see the manifestation of the anointing in the marketplace. Praise the Lord. The manifestation of God's anointing upon your life in the marketplace. So when you talk about the marketplace, just put it in a layman's language in your workplace that field where you are. Praise the Lord. I think the people who think they are not called to serve God the much is when they are doing. like I don't know if it's true, but I think the accountants, like when you're counting, praise the Lord. You literally feel like, uh, uh, who, uh, I have not been called. When I'm in church, I am called. When I'm behind my desk of accounts, uh, this is just merely what? So I want us to take a look into the life of great artisans, artists, craftsmen, skilled men, praise the Lord. As I read the scriptures, I was fascinated by these two men that the Lord himself picks. This is a time when when the Israelites are during the Exodus. So they've left Egypt. They're trying to establish themselves. They're even not yet sure whether they're a nation. They're just building themselves into a what? A nation. However, at that time, it was so beautiful because God himself was the Lord, was, was their leader through Moses. He's telling Moses, do this, do that, do that. And we see that Moses is the only leader. At some point, Moses, his father-in-law tells him that choose from among men, these leaders, choose. You cannot do things by yourself. Hallelujah. And that was Moses' father-in-law giving him the what? The advice. Amen. But then when we read in the scriptures, in the book of uh, Exodus, by now you should be knowing because I said we are talking about the Exodus. Okay? So in Exodus 31, verses 1 to 6, that's where we are going to be laying our, our teaching today. Praise the Lord. Exodus 31, verses 1 to 6. And it says, let's read together. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, uh-huh, let's go to two. See. hmm First wait a bit. First wait. Let's see it again. Let's say, uh-huh. See. I have done what? Who is saying that? Okay, let's go on. Uh-huh. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Wait a bit. And I have done what? Uh Uh-huh. And what is it doing? Go on. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Pause a bit. Pause a bit. What has God done? filled him with a spirit of to do what? In what? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. And so when he fills him like that, to do what? Let's go on. Mm Uh-huh. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay? Let's go on. Let's say it together. Let's say it together. Wait a bit. Wait a bit. The first one says, See, I have called by name. The second time he's saying that I have up Appointed, the second time God is doing it. The first one, he called by name, come out. The second one, he appoints with him. We see God giving him an assistant. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. The son of Ahisamach of the tribe of Dan. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What is very interesting is that we see Bezalel and Aholiab as gifted craftsmen. Okay? Yes. These people, you don't see them anywhere in the scriptures. Apart from this time when God has a special assignment. What is the assignment? If you read backwards, you will find that God is telling Moses, You are going to build the Ark of Covenant. But I can assure you, even as I read through, it is so detailed to the last minute, to the last inch, that if you missed a thing, it was going to be a crime. Moses is not an artist. Praise the Lord. Moses is a prophet. Moses, perhaps he is a leader whom God has given the mandate of taking these people to the promised land. But now along the way, God is saying, I want the ark. Remember in the past that God was dwelling in the tent. And so that tent was made with the hands of men, not God. He didn't make it. And now at this moment, he is choosing men. And saying, Moses, I have commanded you all these things. But see, I have appointed, I have chosen, I have called by name, Bezalel. Praise the Lord. So what we see is that God calls Bezalel by name. And he appoints Aholiab to execute the commands that Moses is given. I don't know if you guys are reading something through the lines. Hallelujah. But what is also interesting about these two guys when you look at their background is Bezalel is from the tribe of Judah. When you read your scriptures very well, you understand how much Judah, the tribe of Judah is so important to God. Every king has come from the tribe of? Jesus is called the lion of? Hey. But then where do you find Dan? The tribe of Dan. What do you know about them? Hey. hey! A small tribe in Israel that is almost forgotten. Praise the Lord. Daniel, eh? <laughs> the tribe of that. But what do you see from this? God is very specific when He's calling out people, and God is concerned about your background when he's calling you out he will pick one who is from the well to do from the most popular and he will pick you who is from nowhere nobody cares about you nothing is so special about you but what is going to bring the difference is the fact that he is going to fill these men with his spirit praise the Lord And we know that when the Spirit of God is upon you, the anointing is operational. Because the Spirit of God empowers you. The empowerment is His anointing. Praise the Lord. I say today I want to be a teacher. So I want you to understand. Praise the Lord. God fills Bezalel with the Spirit of God. Himself. And God calls him out, specifically by name. Say, I am called. called. The truth is, are you called? Do you know that you are called? Did God call your name out? Praise the Lord. And so, Bezalel, at this moment, before all this, we also come to see that Bezalel, we know nothing about him, we know nothing about Aholiab. We can actually trace back and you find that the father of Bezalel, Hmm. Also was an artisan. The father of Aholiab was also an artisan. Praise the Lord. And they participated in creating things at first that did not please God. You remember when Moses was on the mountain? The guys who created the calf from the gold, it's from this family. Praise the Lord. But when God's time has come and he says, it's time, I want my work done. He doesn't, it's like, he does not care how much you have done wrong, but he's going to choose from that line. Some of us have been chosen from lines that don't deserve. Praise the Lord. And so when he fills, when he calls Bezalel, he fills him with the spirit of God. And so the spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, without all this, how were these guys going to be able to fulfill what God has commanded? And when Moses tells it out, when we read in, verses, in chapter 35, when Moses Calls out Bezalel and Aholiab and tells them, This is what the Lord has done. He has called you to do ABCD. These guys, because there is what we call the spirit within, these guys are not surprised. They are prepared, they are ready. Praise the Lord. They are ready. There is no question they are going to be throwing here and all that kind of stuff because the commandment did not come to them. The commandment came to Moses. So how were they to understand? Because the only way they were to understand is that God filled them with his spirit in wisdom in understanding in knowledge. That's what the anointing does. Praise the Lord. When the anointing comes upon you, that is the thing you receive. Wisdom Knowledge, understanding, and what is very interesting in all manner of workmanship, it doesn't matter what profession you are holding, it doesn't matter what kind of craft you have. Praise the Lord! I don't know if you guys are understanding, that's why I'm, 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 I'm emphasizing these particular things so that you understand that the call of God when you say that for me, I'm not a pastor. For me, I'm not ABCD. These guys were nowhere. There were not any leaders in Israel. They were nothing. Nobody knows them. They are doing their, I'm I'm even assuming, they were doing their artistic work for their survival, for their day-to-day living. Now, some of you might be like that. I played here for my survival. Praise the Lord. I do manicure. I help people do manicure and pedicure for my survival. Praise the Lord. I am, I am, I am in this place because um, uh, so and so money to put me in here. And now what is very interesting, I even want to talk to those guys who are doing some, what we would call, uh, unrecognized kind of jobs. I am cleaning toilets for my survival. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Meanwhile, as you do that, you are a born again Christian. I want you to come to the understanding that, one, when God calls you, because he says, I am the only one who has a better plan for your life. And so his plan is not for you to stay in the toilet and be there forever. That's what I would assume. Praise the Lord. But then he places you in a position until the time has come for him to call you out. Praise the Lord. Because before the time comes for him to call you out, you are not going to be able to come out. You will do everything that you are doing, but you will stay where you are. And before the call comes, whenever you try to do, you will work so hard and try in all your labor, in everything you do. But you see the results are for your benefit. They are not benefiting anyone else. And nobody recognizes it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are we still together? Hallelujah. And so, while Moses and Aaron... Moses having the administrative spirit upon him, Aaron being a priest, Joshua being a conqueror, we see that these artisans were also as special to God as the pastors, as the prophets, as the evangelists, because God is the person who gifts every man. Every gift you have in you. If you are in the image of God, then you have the gifts of God in you, but these gifts will never be activated until God calls them out. Are you getting the point? This is the time we come to now realize that hey, there is, there is. Um, uh, we have a Holiab, we have Bezalel. Where were these guys? Who are uh, you know? But the call of God is what brings out what he has deposited in us and then his spirit amplifies us. Praise the Lord. It is not you who calls yourself. It is God who calls you. It is God who calls out the gift. It is not how well you sharpen the gift but then mark this friends. When that moment is there You have given your life to Christ and you know you have the anointing within you. You should work with whatsoever the skill, the gift that you have in you should be sharpened. There is a place for preparation. The call will not come when you are not prepared. It will delay to happen because you are not prepared for the call. Remember I said, when God wants to do any special work or assignment, there is a man that he has chosen to do that work because that man is capable of doing it. So in the meantime, before you are even assured of the call, praise the Lord, you prepare, you sharpen the skill, you get better. That is what You guys, let me tell you something. Watch the trends of everyone whom God calls. Something is unique about their life. God is not going to call people who are sleeping. He's not going to anoint those who are just sleeping. Praise the Lord. He's going to challenge you that you have to wake up. So his call is not us. It is not us who call ourselves. It is God who calls us. It is him who calls out the gift. Praise the Lord. And then when he calls you, what is very interesting is that even when you're doing what you don't think makes sense, God makes, he gives you the opportunity to realize that actually what I have been doing, I was being prepared for a bigger thing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So when God is going to call out a man, it is time that his anointing upon has come. It's time that his anointing within has grown. Praise the Lord. It is time for you to understand. So the anointing of God when he calls you, the reason why he's anointing uh, uh, Bezalel and Aholiab, it's because the anointing is for us to minister to God. Are you getting the point? When he says, I have put my spirit in him, He's now saying it is time for these guys to do the work that I I have instructed you to do. Praise the Lord. So the anointing is for us to minister and to serve God beyond our own capabilities. Without the anointing, we are going to serve like ordinary men. Without that anointing, we are going to be, nothing is going to be so special. My friends, let me tell you something which is very disturbing. Without this anointing, without this call, and without knowing that the anointing of God is upon you, that the Spirit of God has come upon you to do those great things, you can labor and labor and labor. And you will want to be recognized, but no one will recognize you. And because nobody's recognizing you, you start finding ways. That's where you become jealous. That's where you become envious. That's where you become a thief. Because you want to be noticed, and because you want to be noticed, what is very dangerous with that is that you you become I, I don't know. You become a you want to become a god. Because the first thing is that what he has put in you, what I like about these men is that we don't see them. There is nothing that, that is so special about these guys. Even if, even if uh, Bezalel is coming from Judah, from the tribe of Judah and uh, the other, at least Ko Bezal would have been shining Ko. Because he's, I mean, he was already a craftsman. He was teaching other people how to do what? How to do that. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But then look at, look at someone who is coming from the tribe of Dan. Deep, deep They are not even given priority places when they are dividing land. They are not given that. They are deep, deep inside there. Praise the Lord. And so what you see is that when God calls out, then his spirit comes and the anointing comes. And the anointing makes known that whatever you touch then, everyone starts seeing sense. Praise the Lord. People start seeing sense in what you're doing. Because look at this. When we work, we don't work for ourselves. Amen? Ephesians 2 verse 10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We should walk in good works. So prepare yourself that when the call has come, you are now walking in good works. That when you are doing anything, you are no longer just doing it to serve yourself. You're like, God, I have given it to you. Praise the Lord. And the anointing begins to make sense there. Because the the work is prepared beforehand. What you're going to be doing is prepared before what? Praise the Lord. And because I said that not all men are called to serve on the church platform. You are a doctor. You are a nurse. You are an accountant. Wherever you are, whatever profession you have, just understand one thing. That you are a person that God is preparing for some special work. But if you don't understand it, then you will still continue operating in your own vanity, your own strength, your own abilities. Until you come to that realization, then you know that God, you have placed me in this place, in this particular position. Now, empower me with wisdom. Empower me with understanding empower me with knowledge that when I am in the operational theater I am able to do what you want me to do with this person. Praise the Lord. That when I'm counting this money when I'm balancing for these people I am able to do the right thing even when they call me for a bribe that Lord I'm able to know what is right and what is wrong. Praise the Lord. We have to be in that place. You have to know what you carry. But you also have to know that what you carry needs an empowerment. Praise the Lord. These guys could only accomplish the work and they tell you, actually when you read further and you go, what is so interesting is that because of the anointing, truth comes out. Honesty comes out. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. When you read in, in, in chapter 36 of the same of, uh, of, uh, of Exodus and verses 4, it is very, very, very clear. It says, So that all the craftsmen who were doing every sort of task on the sanctuary came, each from the task that he was doing, and said to Moses, The people bring much more than enough for doing the work that the Lord has commanded us to do. Uh, now, People were bringing gold. People were bringing silver. People were bringing special wood. All sorts of ornaments. My friend, if it is not the anointing of God and people are bringing that to your office, will you say it is enough when it is enough? You will automatically say, oh God, thank you so much for this opportunity. They bring much more than is needed for that work. That is why... You should ask yourself, God, I am your child. And indeed, if I'm your child, help me to understand why I'm here. There must be a place for tarrying, Pray, travail, keep yourself growing. Because at the right time, he calls it out. He says, now I want a change in this place and come out. He's going to say, Rona, I want a change in this place. I want a change in the way people do everything about loans and all that kind of. And he's looking, who can I send? Who can I call? And because of the anointing that's upon your life, you've been preparing yourself. You have been set in that place. You have been so patient with God. You have grown in character. Everybody notices you from afar. And then God himself says, my son, it is time to rise. Praise the Lord. Do not despise it. Do not despise where you are. This is the anointing for the marketplace. The anointing to be different. The anointing to be unique. The anointing to be special. Praise the Lord. As we conclude right now. Hallelujah. When you receive this anointing, the gift in you, I said, is called out. You have a gift Very special gift. You might not be an artist. You might not be a craftsman. Whatever it is, what is it that God has given in your hand? He wants what you have in your hand. Because remember when he created you, he gifted you. And because he gifted you, you are supposed to understand that this gift is not just for you. His children need this gift. That's why when he called Bezalel and he called out he called out uh, Aholiab, he decided to anoint every artist in the land. That they are able to hear his voice. The anointing causes us to hear the voice of God. And the anointing causes us to understand that this is God and this is not God. And we are able to discern, and we are able to walk the right path. We are able to stand up strong, make strong decisions that other people might not have made at that moment. When all all your colleagues are going contrary, when all your colleagues are accepting bribes because of the anointing upon your life, you stand up and say, I know where I'm going. I know where the Lord is leading me. I know that I have been called out. Men of this world do not just succeed because they are excellent at what they are doing. Praise the Lord. Their excellence is empowered by some superior force. While others are going, they say, Again, I'm Nyanja. Or why is seeking out demons? He's seeking out the witch doctors and everything. You have a place to run to, you have a man who anoints you. Because greater is that anointing that is in me than anything that the world offers. And you cannot be at that place of greatness until you acknowledge the master, until you acknowledge that you're not of your own. Until you acknowledge that I am in this place to make a difference. And the Lord has called me to come and preach the good news to everybody wherever I stand and the anointing of God is what brings the change it's what brings the difference it is what makes me unique child of God you're being called out God is calling you out he's calling out your gift will you answer to the call you cannot be anointed until you receive Christ the anointing of God does not come to those who are not in Christ truth be told. At least you are gifted and God will allow you to use your gift wherever you want to use it, but it is not his anointing. His anointing only comes to those who acknowledge the source of the anointing and who gives the anointing. That's why when Jesus was going back, he says, if I don't go, you won't receive this. And until he left and he went, that's when all the disciples were able to receive you need that power you need the anointing I want you to call out to God you have a gift he has gifted you he has blessed you you might have taken it for granted you might have looked at yourself and said this is just for my bread what do you have in your hand What is it that God has called you to do? Where are you placed at this moment? What do you do? You are a student and you are wondering whether you are gifted. You are gifted. You are the voice of God. For us to become the ambassadors of God. For us to become that ambassador. We need the anointing that pulls us out. Because we are able to stand and witness for Christ. Hallelujah. Father we thank you. I want somebody to just lift up their hand and just lift up your hand and just lift up that hand and say lord i have come to know that you have sent me to do your work come on just speak your heart out to him and now in this moment my father help me help me to do what you've called me to do in this place to do what you have called me to do in the marketplace. You cannot succeed, my friends, in the marketplace until, as a child of God, until you have the anointing of God upon your life. Until that anointing is evident. And you can know when you have it. And everything deep inside of you will speak loud. The anointing will be so loud, it will never be silent. It will call out even the hidden treasures that are in you. It will bring them out. That's why we need the anointing. We need the anointing. Yes, Lord, we need this anointing. We need this anointing. We need this empowerment, O God. Empower us tonight, O God. That when we go to our workplaces, oh God, we will know that you've sent us to that place, oh God. We will know and we will do what you have commanded us to do. Lord, there is a command you have given to us, oh God. There is a command you have given us, Jesus. And help us. Help us to understand. By anointing, we know that, Lord, it is how we come to understand. It is your anointing, O oh God, that helps us, O oh God, Father. In so O Sideba Father, I thank you for this fire you have brought us and your work you're doing in us. Even though we live in a perverse world, Lord, I thank you because you are helping us to understand that we are your sons. And Lord, your word says that those who are led by the Spirit of God They are the sons of God. Lord, we are here. Holy Spirit, lead our path in our workplaces. Make us true witnesses in our workplaces. Today, we will walk in the anointing, in your power. Lead us to a place of travail that we will not walk out empty. So some of you need to go back and just reflect and just look at how you've been working with God, how you've been doing everything that you're doing. Some of you need to spare time and just say, I'm gonna have my time with God. Friends, it is at the place of travail. It is as a place of tarrying That is where we receive much more than we can ever ask. This audio sermon has been brought to you by The City Church. We would love to hear from you. Please contact us on or 0776-579-679.